Who's ready for the word this morning? Open up your Bibles with me to Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 9, as you're turning there, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for giving. Uh, if, you, if you'd like to make a year-end gift or you have something that you would like a gift to be included on this year's giving, uh, be sure you do that by the last day of the year. It must be marked. It must be submitted online. It must be turned into the church by the last day of this year. So you can give today. Our ushers will be at the door. Uh, they are ready to serve you. You can give online, text to give, use our app. You can fill out an envelope, whatever it is. I just want to say thank you so much for being a part of what God is doing through our giving uh, throughout this year. Thank you so much. Today we are here to celebrate Jesus. Amen. We're here to celebrate Jesus. It's all about Jesus today. It's not about anyone else. It's not about a building. It's not about a program. It's not about anything. It's just about Jesus. It's, just, it's all about Jesus today. The Jesus that was born of a virgin, the, uh, the word becoming flesh, that prophecy that had been prophesied for thousands of years becoming flesh, the Jesus that lived a sinless life here on earth, the Jesus that was crucified for us, he was buried for us, he was resurrected for us. It's all about Jesus today. Can I get an amen this morning? Isaiah chapter 9 verse 1 says, Nevertheless, the gloom will not be upon her who is distressed. This is Isaiah, and he's prophesying of the Messiah that's coming. Nevertheless, the gloom will not be upon her who is distressed, as when at first he lightly esteemed the land of Zebulon, and afterward, afterward more heavily oppressed her by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan in Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Speaking of the light that's coming, those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. You have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of the harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you have broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder the rod of the oppressor, as in the day of Midian, for every warrior's sandal and the noisy battle and garments rolled in blood will be used for burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice. From that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Today, I'm going to speak on this baby changed everything. Lord, we thank you today. Speak to us, Lord. Lord, let our minds be clear of everything that is ahead of this day and tomorrow. Lord, and right now, Lord, let us not take this moment for granted. Lord, but let us just rest in your presence and may our eyes be focused on you. May our ears be in tune with your spirit. And may this word take root in the hearts and lives of people who are ready to receive it. And may it be like fire in their bones today. 
we give you honor and glory and praise. And the church said amen, amen, and amen. This baby literally changed everything. In Isaiah chapter 9, we see this prophetic word being released. It is a prophecy about the coming of Jesus to earth. Aren't you thankful that God came to us before we ever came to him? Aren't you so thankful that God knew that one day we would need him and he saw it in advance and before we ever needed him, he wanted us to want him. Before we ever needed him, he was coming to us. The prophet Isaiah felt, it's almost like the prophet felt as if he had a couple of missions while he was here on earth. He was, he was whenever he was speaking, you can see his, uh, you can see his words leading people. One minute he's, he's calling people back to God and then he was also announcing that this Messiah, this Savior was coming to earth. And when Isaiah is sharing the revelation of the Messiah, he was also sharing a revelation of salvation. How many of you know this morning that you cannot be born again until you have been with Jesus? You cannot be born again. There's no other way except Jesus. The word says that no one comes through the Father except through Jesus. Jesus is the only way. He is still the only way today. He was the only way. He's still the only way. And Jesus will be the only way throughout eternity. Can I get an amen today? There's many people who claim this or that or this God, but no, we serve the one real true God and his name is Jesus this morning. Amen. He's the only way to heaven. And Isaiah's name, if you even look at it, his his name is his message. Isaiah means God saves or Yahweh is salvation. God is a God that before you ever had a problem, he had an answer. Amen. Before you were ever in trouble, he had a way to save you. Before you ever needed him, he was waiting and ready right there waiting for you to call. Before you ever had an ailment in your body, God had a healing for you. God has a plan for you and his plan is to save you. His plan is to walk with you. And in, in uh, verse six in this uh, chapter, Isaiah reveals that a child is coming to earth, but this isn't just a normal child. This child is a baby that will change everything. This is God being born as flesh on earth. The word becoming flesh, the prophecies that had been prophesied was, was about to make its way into fruition. It was about to be visible. Jesus was coming. The Messiah was coming. And the word said that he would not only come, but he would dwell among us. Can you understand the power of that very statement? It had never been done before. The word becoming flesh, that means that the unbreakable comes to earth and makes himself vulnerable. The one that was so large that 
that he holds the whole world, the whole universe, if you will, in his hand, becomes a little baby. The one that spoke and created the world, the one that said, let there be light, and there was light, humbled himself and became a baby for you and I. I read a post or a little thing this week on social media that said the Messiah in the manger was deity in a diaper. Get this, the creator of the universe allowed himself to be created. The creator of the universe allowed himself to be created. He allowed himself to be created so you and I could be recreated. He allowed himself to be born on earth so you and I could be born again. And when you look at this beautiful world and everything that is in it, you have to actually, you surely anyone with a glimpse of a, even a little bit of brain would think there has to be something bigger. There has to be a God out there because when you study the universe, you have to consider there must be a God. Science says that earth is 93 million miles away from the sun and if it were any closer to the sun, we would burn up. If we got any further away, we would freeze. We must have shifted a little bit this week but it is the the perfect position. Earth tilts at the perfect angle so that we can experience seasons. Science says that the moon is at the perfect distance from earth and allows for two ocean tides a day. If it were any greater or less, guess what? The earth would be flooded. The atmosphere, science says, that the atmosphere in outer space is at the perfect density that keeps objects from floating out of from floating in space and hitting planet earth science says that if that density was any less than it we would be seeing and hearing foreign objects continuously colliding in earth. How does all of this happen? How does life keep going? How does the universe keep spinning? Who holds it all together? Who keeps the planets in order? Who keeps the laws of nature? It is the one true God, the one that allowed himself, this big God that allowed himself to be born on earth in a manger. It was the word. In the, the worst is that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And whenever he came to earth, that word became flesh and dwelt among us. And in this season of doubt, in this season of all of these different religions and going into this new year, we need to remind ourselves, the church, the believers, we've got to remind ourselves and even remind those around us that this little bitty baby is actually a big God today. And our God is still big. He was big back then. He's big today. And our God will always be a big God. And there is nothing that he cannot handle. Can I get an amen this morning? There's no mountain that he cannot move. There's no hurdle that this baby cannot stop. There's no marriage that he cannot reconcile. There's no guilt that this baby cannot erase. 
There's no child that this baby will not be able to redeem. There's no budget that he will not be able to provide for. There's no habit that he cannot break. There's no addiction that this little baby will not be over be able to overcome. That baby that was lying in that manger that day, it wasn't just any baby, but how many of you know this baby changed everything? If you've ever had a baby, you know a baby changes your life. Can I get an amen? And while all babies are miracles, you know that there's not a whole lot a baby can do for himself. Can I get an amen? A baby changes your life. Because not only do you have to keep yourself alive now, you have to keep this little being alive. I remember the first time I held my first child and I thought, I've got to keep this thing alive. I'm sitting there holding it like, what do I do? I've never had this responsibility before to keep another being alive. And who can testify that a baby will keep you awake? If I don't have my sleep, I am useless. Anybody in the same boat? I'm getting to the place where I need eight hours. And if I don't get my eight hours, I'm just useless. You don't want to be around me. But I do believe that in this season, we all need rest and sleep. But there is something about this baby, Jesus Christ, there is something about this baby that should be keeping us awake. There is something about this baby that is keeping us awake in this uncertain hour. There is something about this baby that is keeping us alert in this hour. He's not letting the church sleep. There are times when our convictions and our passions for Christ should keep us awake and aware of what is going on around us. This baby came to keep you awake. Can I get an amen? I feel like I'm preaching pretty good right now. I feel like I can shout out my own message. This baby came to keep you awake when Satan is trying to lullaby you to sleep. The baby is trying to keep the bride awake in this hour. The baby is crying out to the church. And do you know what he's crying out to even to the world? He's crying out, lost, come home. He's crying out, sons and daughters, come to the cross. He's crying out for lost people to be found. And this Christmas, this season, this new year, I don't want to miss out. I don't want to be so busy that I missed his cry. I don't want to be uh, I don't want to be so busy that I missed him crying but like a good person I want to tend to his cry. I want God to use me to lead the loss to the cross this season. Amen. Anybody with me today? But it's hard to lead while you are asleep. It's hard to be spiritually alert when you are woke in the world but asleep in the spirit. And this Christmas season 
season, I hear baby Jesus crying, church, wake up. Church, wake up. I'm coming. Church, you thought, no, 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 I'm coming for you. You thought, I came once, I'm coming again. Church, wake up, wake up, wake up this Christmas. I pray that this baby keeps you awake. I pray that this baby wakes up the world. Can I get it? Amen. Babies will not only keep you awake, but babies demand your time and resources. How many of you know that even when babies grow up, they may not want your time, but they still want your resources? I'm talking to you. Babies want attention. Babies want time, and they want your resources. Come on, some of you are broke and in debt this Christmas because you gave it all to that baby. It's hard to ignore a baby. Even when you try to ignore a baby, it's hard. But there are a lot of people in this season you are trying to ignore that Jesus is real. In the, even, there, even in the church today, there are a lot of churches and pastors that are preaching about a Jesus that no longer heals. They're preaching a Jesus that no longer can do miracles. They're preaching a Jesus that can no longer deliver you from demons. They are preaching a Jesus that can no longer provide. There are too many in the church that are preaching a false Jesus. And in this hour... In this moment, there are a lot of people trying to ignore that Jesus is real. They're trying to ignore the very fact that he came to us some 2,000 years ago. They're trying to ignore the fact that one day a trumpet will sound and the bride will leave this earth. But as the word comes to life and we see more prophecies being fulfilled, you better not ignore the cries of this baby. I said you better not ignore the cries of this baby because this baby will not be ignored. I said this baby will not be ignored. The word says that one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. That means that one day every person will hear this baby's cry because when you love a baby, it gets your time and your resources. Why are you at church on Christmas? It's not because of religious obligations. It's not because of a status. No, we are here this Christmas morning because we love this baby and whatever you love gets your time and resources. I can tell you what you love by looking at your calendar. I can tell you what you worship by looking at your calendar. Woo, knew that was going to go over well. A baby will keep you awake. A baby will demand your time and resources. And lastly, a baby will make you do some crazy things. How many of you know? He's like, I won't be that parent. Yes, you did. 
you will make the weirdest faces at that baby. You will goo-goo and ga-ga and speak all funky stuff to that baby. You will act like a fool just trying to get that baby to laugh for a picture. You will even do this crazy stuff in public. I've seen you. And you don't care. You know why? Because you love that baby. But let me tell you, when you fall in love with Jesus, he will make you do some crazy, crazy stuff. People will think you're crazy. They'll think you've lost your mind when you fall in love with this baby. Why are you giving? Why are you serving? Why are you giving up one day of your weekend, getting up on the weekend and going to church? Who goes to church on Christmas? They're crazy. Yet they'll think it's cool if you're dedicated to posting a video every day on TikTok. They'll think you're cool if you're dedicated to going to the club every Friday and Saturday. They'll think you're cool if you stay in tune with all the trends of this world. But they'll think you're a little crazy that you're in love with this baby, that you're in love with this Messiah Jesus so much that you will dedicate a portion every day to worship and reading and prayer. They'll think you're crazy. You will, some of you can testify, you will sit up all night trying to put a swing set or a bike together for Christmas and be wishing you paid that hundred extra dollars for somebody to put it together. See, babies make you do crazy things. But whenever you are in love with a baby, what you do makes no sense to others, but makes perfect sense to you. And this Christmas, we've got to stop worrying what everybody thinks about us. Stop trying to keep up with the Joneses or the Smiths or the or the this or the that. I don't care what you have. I don't care what you're driving. I just want to know, are you going to heaven today? Amen. Woof. Somebody give that kid an extra gift today. I got you. I saw you. I got you. those commercials where don't they just make you sick where that husband walks outside and his wife just bought him a brand new vehicle and it's got that huge bow on it those Lexus commercials they're just so stupid that ain't life if it is your life you're crazy crazy care what you got for Christmas. I want to know what do you have in your heart this Christmas. I don't care what was under your tree. I want to know are you worshiping the one that was in the manger this Christmas. I don't care about where you, some of y'all around Christmas time y'all start planning for summertime. Some of you this week y'all going to make summer plans. You're going to book your vacations. and Christmas. I don't care where you're going this summer. I want to know where you're going in eternity because this baby changed everything for you.
We've got to stop wondering if the people I work with, if they think I'm crazy for going to church, what are my, what's my family going to think? I don't care what you think about me because I'm just in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I've ever done. Baby, love will make you do some crazy things. As I said earlier, I remember the first time I held my baby. All three of them. I remember it like it was yesterday. Their cry. And in that moment, it changed everything. It was a love that I'd never experienced holding a baby. And while all babies are a gift, Jesus was the hope of the world. There's a lot of despair in the world today. But with Jesus, little baby Jesus, there is hope. There's a lot of frustration in the world, but with Jesus, there is hope. There's a lot of desperate people, but with Jesus, there's hope today. The question is, what are you going to do with this baby this Christmas? You stand upon your feet with me today. A baby will keep you awake. A baby will demand your time and resources. And a baby will make you do some crazy things. Lord, today, Lord, we're just so thankful. you're not going to fall off the spiritual wagon. Can I get somebody to testify? This year, you're staying awake. This year, you're not going to fall to the, any plan of Satan. You're not going to listen to him. You're not going to be called off guard this coming year. No, this baby's going to keep you awake. 